Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a Karen writes a contract for her boyfriend to follow. So for this video, normally I would pull from r slash Entitled Parents. However, all the content in today's video actually came from an article that one of my fans sent me. And so it's not like strictly r slash Entitled Parents content because a lot of these people aren't parents, but it still has Entitled Parents energy. So I'm putting these into an r slash Entitled Parents video, even though you're probably not going to see a lot of crazy parents here. Our next Reddit post is from Holly Whizzle. On this next post, Karen's boyfriend dumped her, and then he gave her $2,000 to leave. Then she spent it all and tries to argue that he's obligated to pay her expenses while she's trying to get on her feet. She says, I know that I would have to leave eventually, but I didn't expect to be forced out in one night. My boyfriend has been getting a lot of value out of my company, and I have a job as well, so it's not like he's gotten nothing. He has an obligation to support me while I get on my feet. It's not free money. It's money that I need to support myself with. An eviction is a long and hard process. I could have gotten way more money out of that. Then someone replies, no, he doesn't have an obligation to support you. If you hadn't agreed to a settlement to leave the apartment, he would have had to give you sufficient notice to evict you, but he doesn't owe you a cent just because he's previously been supporting you. This next post is posted to Facebook Marketplace. Selling Apple Watch Series 1 for $140. My boyfriend gifted me this piece of garbage Apple Watch Series 1, and I told him that I wanted the Series 4, so now I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm selling it for $140 or best offer. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not new. Sorry, I just need to rant. Recently, my boyfriend bought me a Louis Vuitton wallet, which costs around $700 for my birthday. When I saw the wallet, I felt really upset and disappointed. Because earlier this year, my sister's boyfriend got her a Chanel wallet that cost at least $1,000 for her birthday. Chanel is so much nicer than Louis Vuitton. Let's be honest, Louis Vuitton is for poor people who want to look rich. Also, her boyfriend orders food from more popular restaurants like Crystal Jade and Paradise Dynasty for her. But my boyfriend only orders food from cheap restaurants like Swenson's and Ichiban for me. Her boyfriend even gives her $1,000 a month for her own spending. But my boyfriend only gives me $500 a month. I hate to admit it, but I really feel jealous of my sister because her boyfriend is willing to spend money on her despite earning just $4,000 a month. My boyfriend earns at least $5,000 and yet he's so stingy with me. Sometimes I really feel like a loser. How come my sister can find such a good boyfriend but I can't? Just because she's taller and slimmer, she can find a good boyfriend. It's so unfair. Sorry for the long rant. <laughs> the funny thing to me about this, and like throwing no shade on anyone who makes, what is this, $5,000 a month or $4,000 a month, throwing no shade on people who make that much money at all. But like she's saying, these bags are for people who look rich. Well, it's like, lady, I mean, if you're making $5,000 a month, you're not rich. So, like, what's the problem? Do you want the actual rich merchandise? Because the actual rich merchandise is, like, $50,000 for a bag. You know, like a like an Hermes bag. They cost, like, two hundred and fifty k or something. It's kind of like wearing a house, you know? You know how normally when you come home from work, you put your keys and your wallet, you know, by the door? Well, if you have an Hermes bag, you just put your keys and your wallet in your Hermes bag. 
except instead of having a house for 250k, you have a, a bag for 250k. You know, like <laughs> that is a rich person bag. So I don't know. This is just a stupid thing to complain about. If you want to get an actual rich person bag, then you better start saving up because they are stupidly expensive. Help! I need advice. My fiance and I are having lots of issues right now. We can't stop fighting, and I don't know what to do. I quit my job because wedding planning was taking up so much time, and my fiance is refusing to get a second job. He doesn't understand that I don't have time to get ready for work, drive to work, be somewhere else all day, and drive home. I need to be home to plan this wedding. I'm trying to find a job from home, but it's difficult. I asked my fiance to get a second job, and he won't. It really pisses me off because we're spending eighty thousand dollars on this wedding, and he keeps saying that we should spend less. Uh, hello? No. This is my wedding that I've been dreaming of since I was little, and I refuse to have anything but my dream wedding. How can I convince him to work a second job to pay for this? Whatever happened to happy wife, happy life? Yo, eighty thousand dollars! Eighty thousand dollars on a wedding? That is more expensive than my wedding by like multiples. To expect your partner to get two jobs so you can sit at home and plan a party is oh my god, that's so entitled. List of rules that my future wife must follow: one, no makeup; two, no wearing of jeans, trousers; three, no partying; four, no cheating. Five, <laughs> no greeting any boy except her brother. Six, no fixing of artificial nails, eyelashes, or attachments. Seven, hairstyle must be all black. Eight, no smiling at any boy at all except someone who's with a girl. Ten, no, <laughs> no using a mirror. Eleven, no using a smartphone except for a Nokia torch. Twelve. Have no more than three phone contacts: my phone number, her father's phone number, and her mother's phone number. Thirteen. No asking me for any money unless I decide to give it to you myself. Fourteen. <laughs> She must go to bed by six o'clock p.m. and wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Buddy, is that even physically possible to sleep from six p.m. to six a.m. every day? That's twelve hours of sleep. I mean, yeah, maybe I could do that for like a couple of days to like catch up on rest because I have no willpower and I stay up too late playing video games. But after like two or three days of twelve hours of sleep, there's no way, man. There's no way I could do it every day for the rest of my life. Who's that tired? Well, I guess you would be exhausted dealing with this guy every day. So maybe for this girl, it could work out. Posted to r slash am I the butthole? Am I the butthole for quitting my job? Here's what's happening. I'm a 28-year-old woman, and my wife, who's 31, has been married to me for four years. We own a house together that we bought after we got married, and we have no kids. We're both very big on equality and fairness, so we long ago decided how we'd split household duties and finances. For finances, we both have all of our bills together, including a set bill that's a deposit into our savings account and a bill that's shared for fun slash date slash vacation money. Each month, we split the total of these bills according to our relative income. We're both in similar professional fields, so we make comparable money. But if she makes 90k and I make 60k, then she would pay 60% of the bills, and I'd pay 40%. We actually make much closer than that. So right now, she's paying about 55% of the bills, and I'm paying 45%. Anything left over after that, the individual gets to keep. No questions asked. As for the household, we have days on and days off for chores. I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She does Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. 
We don't do any chores on Sunday. It's our one mutual day off, and we order food instead of cooking so there's no dishes, or we go out. We have a chore chart that we both agreed to, with the chores spreading across the various days so we're contributing equally. That way, each of us gets several days where we can just come home, relax, and do nothing, which we both value. I really don't enjoy my job, so I'm planning to quit. My wife makes more than enough money to pay the bills, so she'll be paying 100% now, since she'll have the income and I have none. She's tentatively okay with this. This will be the first time since our marriage that one of us hasn't worked. She's raised some concerns, but I've also made it clear that it's my decision and she respects that. She asked if we would redo the chore chart, and of course I said no. We agreed to the chore chart, and it's equitably split. I'm not quitting my job so I can do more chores. I'm quitting my job because it's stressful, and I don't want to do it anymore. I may go back to work if I find something less stressful in my industry, but maybe not. She says that since I'm not working, I should do more housework. I told her that we both split housework and finances in a fair way according to an agreement that we already made. Finances are split by income and chores are split by days, so am I the butthole? Okay, so what do you what do you do? What do you contribute, OP? What's your like what's the value that you bring to the relationship? How do you make your partner's life easier? You do chores for three days, three whole days of chores, while your partner does the other three days of chores and also works and pays every single bill. And then what do you do? Just um I guess sit on the sofa and watch Netflix and eat flaming hot Cheetos because you don't like your job? Well, that sucks, but the reality is most people don't like their job. But you still have to contribute to your relationship because if you don't, then you're quickly headed towards divorce. OP, I'm giving you 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. Okay, so on this next post, OP's ex-husband washes her clothes for her because she doesn't own a washer or dryer. Then she makes this post online because he didn't fold them for her as well. Every single comment was asking her if she understood how crazy she sounded and that they understood why they were divorced. Anyways, onto the post. So, I asked my kid's dad to wash some clothes for me since he was going to have our child overnight. I have to go to the laundromat, but he has a washer and dryer at home. He told me to send over whatever clothes I wanted, so I sent him a small basket of things and he picked up our child yesterday evening. Well, he brought back the clothes to me early this evening and I just looked at the basket and he didn't even fold anything. Half the stuff was even inside out. I didn't even bother to say thank you because, really? Now I have to still fold them before putting them up, so what good did it really do? It's like he didn't even try, yet I'm the one who's wrong for complaining. He did this several months ago when our kid got scabies. I sent like two or three bags of clothes over to his house, but he just brought it back in bags and didn't even bother to fold it. He claims that he didn't have time to fold them. He clearly just didn't want to put in the effort. He complains that I didn't say thank you either time, but why? He didn't put in enough effort and now our kid has wrinkled clothes, so why should I say thank you? (laughs) Yeah, I think I agree with the people in the comments. I have a pretty good idea of why they got divorced too. (laughs) On this next post, a woman writes a contract for her boyfriend and the title is Rules When I'm In Your Company. Oh god, I cannot wait. 1. If I call you or FaceTime you, you will pause your game and talk to me for the minimum of 40 minutes. After that, you may continue your game even if I'm still on the phone with you. No excuses why you can't pause your game, because your game is irrelevant. 2. No starting a new match or game if you're due to meet me or if I'm coming around to see you or if I have finished work. 
Three, you will greet me with love and affection and make me feel extremely welcome. Also, there will be no such thing as in a minute or after this game because your game is irrelevant to our relationship. Four, if I text you while you're in a game, you have approximately five minutes to text me back. Otherwise, this relationship is over. Your only excuse is if you're dying, and I don't mean dying in your video game. Five, if I allow you on your video game while I'm in your company, I must be settled with something to do first. Six, you have approximately one hour of your video game if I allow it when I'm in your company. Seven, don't forget to give me love and attention. I, blank, agree to follow these rules when my girlfriend, blank, is in my company. If I do not follow any of these rules, my PlayStation and games will be terminated and she will not replace any of the damage. I promise to give my girlfriend all the attention she wants and I promise not to ignore her from my game because my PlayStation is not worth the loss of my girlfriend. I promise to be the most loving boyfriend I can be and I will not be tempted to break any of these rules for fear of the consequences. Then at the bottom, there's like a line for the boyfriend to sign his name. Man, it would be so toxic to respond this way, but I feel like the appropriate response would be to give an equally like sexist and toxic contract to your girlfriend back. While you're in your presence, you must be wearing lingerie and high heels at all time. Right? Like, it's kind of fair. If you're going to be toxic and demanding and treat your partner like a subhuman entity, then it seems kind of reasonable, to be honest. First, I just want to say that I'm not the kind of person who demands expensive gifts, but we do gift each other a lot of things. My boyfriend and I have been together for 10 years. We live together and we have a 4-year-old daughter. I've been waiting forever for him to propose. So I was really excited when my sister told me my boyfriend asked her what kind of ring would suit me and he sent her some pics from Tiffany's. I was super excited and hyped and I kind of guessed that he wanted to propose on our anniversary. The day comes and I'm really excited. We went out for a romantic dinner, got back, and when we were watching a movie, he suddenly got down on his knees and asked me if I wanted to marry him. I said yes, and then he showed me the ring. It wasn't even a new ring. It looked old, and the stones looked average at best. When I asked him about it, he told me that his mother gave him her ring. He told me that it had great sentimental value since his father was the only man his mother ever truly loved and I'm the only woman he'll ever love. His father is dead and his mother gave it to him. It's all sweet and cheesy, but it doesn't look great. Also, I don't want the beginning of my new life to start with a second-hand ring. When I told him this, he was very upset and told me that he never thought that I was so materialistic and he just left. He's not even answering any of my messages or calls. Was I wrong? Am I the butthole? OP, I hate to break it to you, but pretty much all jewelry is old. Like, where do you think they get diamonds from? Some freshly grown diamond? How old is the average diamond? The average, <laughs> the average diamond is 990 million years old. Oh my god. Many are 3.2 billion years old. The Earth is 6 billion years old, so that's like half as old as planet Earth. And like the gold and the silver that you make the rings out of, I mean, those are elements. So I don't know if elements are really created. They've just kind of always been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> so like jewelry is one of the oldest things you could possibly get. So like, lady, what are you talking about, man? You've got some 100 million year old diamond 
And you're upset that it was stuck into a loop of gold like 20 years ago as opposed to like two years ago. OP, your husband is right. You are materialistic. I'm giving you 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your boyfriend 0 out of 5 buttholes. On this next post, OP is struggling to make ends meet and he's telling a story about his wife. So this past week, I noticed that our food was a little higher quality. She got a couple of brand name things and even a roast on Sunday with asparagus. I figured my wife must have gotten some killer deals. But when I asked her, she said, oh, no, I found a bunch of money off coupons. Then she showed them to me. They were those earned seven cents a gallon receipts that you get at a gas station. She had gone there and dug them out of the garbage. She said that she got about $5 worth of these receipts the first time when we needed milk, and she went back the next time for more, netting about $30 worth of coupons in total. I was speechless. I asked her how she could lower herself like that. She replied that she did it for our kids. When I asked why she didn't use her money that she had saved up, she said that it was hers and she was saving it for something special. Guys, I am so disgusted. I can't believe that she did this. I don't even want to look at her. She, on the other hand, is mad at me and says that I'm the butthole for being mad and for expecting her to use her save money instead. Am I the butthole for expecting my wife not to dumpster dive? Yo, buddy, your wife is literally feeding your children with hard work. If you've got a problem with that, then that makes you the butthole. Don't let your own pride get in the way of putting food on the table for your kids. OP, you get 3 out of 5 buttholes. Your wife gets 0 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.